hands up if you know you are a perfectionist. Okay, so that's probably not a good idea in a podcast, but you know I am holding my hand high in the air. Actually, I have both up. And if you're holding yours up too, then I feel your pain. I used to be a proud car-carrying perfectionist, but now I know how damaging to my productivity that it can be. I have to hold myself in check and only let it out when it's really needed. Perfectionism can be a really good thing in the right circumstances, but if you apply it to everything that you do, you can end up being held back and missing out on opportunities and life altogether. So in this episode, I'm giving you the three top strategies that I use pretty much every day to pull me out out of perfectionism and into action. Are you ready? Then let's get started. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Hello, and welcome to this episode, which is episode 73. And this time I want to talk about perfectionism and how you can stop it from holding you back from doing everything that you want to do in life, and more specifically, your own plans to be your own boss. Now, before we get into it, I have to tell you that I am a perfectionist. So I'm coming at it from the perspective of knowing what it's like, but also knowing that it's something I have to work on constantly, because it can be a blessing and a curse. And I do have to keep my eye on it, or it can get really out of hand if I let it. Now, you may have heard the phrase, perfectionism is the enemy of progress, or perfection is poverty. And in many ways, they are really true, particularly when you're starting your own business. Although personally, I think it isn't perfectionism that's the main problem. It's how you manage that trait if you have it. So perfectionism in psychological terms is a personality style where a person is obsessed with striving for perfection and is usually very self-critical and worried about what other people will think of them or what they're doing. But like everything in life, it's not one size fits all because the traits of perfectionism can be seen as positive or negative, depending on how far you take them. Perfectionism can be seen as a strength. Perfectionists set themselves big goals, have high standards, are highly motivated and willing to work hard for their success. They're achievement orientated and also want to learn and grow and enjoy being challenged. But there is a dark side to perfectionism. Where your perfection makes you create goals that are not just stretching, but actually physically unobtainable in the time you have or with the resources you have, that's when it starts getting a bit messy. So when you don't reach those goals, then you feel like a failure. Another problem is that your standards are so high that you have to work yourself into the ground to keep up with them. You can be quick to blame yourself when things go wrong, even when it's out of your hands. And you tend to procrastinate for a long time on a project because out of fear of failure. Then you shrug off compliments and forget to celebrate your success when you achieve your goals because you're going on for the next one. So research shows that perfectionism can cause lower levels of achievement. So as a result of procrastination and spending excessive time getting a task just right, it means that you get less work completed. It also can cause psychological distress. So perfectionists are more likely to have stress, anxiety, depression and feelings of self-loathing. Then finally, burnout as their unrealistic expectations can't be met. So they work excessively to achieve them, creating a vicious cycle that results in burnout. So perfectionism isn't bad in itself, 
but how you utilize that trait really is key. You want to use it in its positive form, but it's really easy to fall into its more negative tendencies, particularly when you're making a big change like starting your own business or going out freelancing. Perfectionism can be the enemy of progress for aspiring entrepreneurs. When starting a business, it's just not not possible to be perfect at all things. Everything you do is new and you have to accept you're not going to be getting it right first time. A key thing when starting your own business is to get into action and perfectionism can be the enemy of action. If you spend too long on every single element at the start, you probably will never get off the ground or at least it will take twice the time it should have taken. It's great to have big goals and high standards, but not if it makes you procrastinate and not make it to where you want to go. So how can you master your perfectionism to make it positive for you as you start out on your entrepreneurial journey? Well, there are three strategies that I use to stop me from drifting into negative perfectionism. The first is to focus your perfectionist power. This strategy is good to help you from having unrealistic expectations about the work you can get done in the time that you have. So typically, perfectionism makes you expect to be able to do everything and do it all perfectly. And that's just not possible. So you're setting yourself up to fail. So you have to choose where you focus your perfectionism. You need to stop giving everything equal value and work out what needs your best work and what doesn't. So look at everything you have to do this week and prioritise what is most important at this moment. Choose the one thing that you need to do to be as near as perfect as possible. So let's call that your A plus work. And everything else will have to be B minus. So it doesn't mean that your work will be bad. It will be absolutely good enough. It just means it'll be more manageable. You're agreeing with yourself ahead of time that certain things don't need to be perfect. Set the quality level you're comfortable with so you can get into action. So if, say, setting your quality at A plus paralyzes you, then set it at B minus or even C plus so you can so you can do what you said you were going to do. Then when you know what is acceptable quality level, then you can assign the amount of time to it based on how good the results need to be. We always forget that things will take far longer than we expect, so give yourself more time than you think. If you think it will take two hours, double it to four. If you you get it done earlier, you'll feel great about finishing early and get on to something else. Or if you finish it on time, you can still feel good as you've met the deadline. As a perfectionist, making it easier for yourself to meet deadlines is really important. Okay, number two, face your fears and rationalise them. So a bad effect of perfectionism is that you quit before you start. So you get so caught up in thinking something has to be perfect and worrying so much about it being right that it brings fear in you. So then you don't start. You really want something but are paralysed by that fear. And another annoying thing is that if you don't quit before you start, you quit at the first sign of trouble. So when you think something's not good enough, when you make a mistake, you start blaming yourself and slip into self-doubt. So let's say you make a mistake. What do you do? You think, I knew this would never work. You apply pressure on yourself and blow up mistakes in your mind to something far worse than the actual reality. But why is this happening? Well, it's very simple. It's the primeval part of your brain protecting you by allowing negative self-talk. You talk to yourself like your worst enemy. You think about all the things that people might think of you if you don't get it right. And it scares you. You feel the shame that you might feel ahead of time. You think people will think badly of you and then you have washes of shame come over you before you've actually even done anything. Now here's what you have to understand about your brain. It's naturally wired to perceive negative first because that's the way the brain works. 
The part of your brain that is the main culprit goes back to our days living in caves. When everything that was different or any change that, change that was coming about was to be avoided, or you could be eaten or die of exposure. It hasn't realised that other changes can be good, and so it sends out all these thoughts and doubts to get in the way and causes you to procrastinate just to keep you away from what it sees as a risk to your safety. But your fears are not real fears. But how do you shift your brain from negative to positive perfectionism? Now, you can't just say to yourself in your head that these are not real fears because they're real to you. What you need to do is start questioning those fears. You need to step out of the primeval part of your brain, let the higher thinking part of your brain take over. But how do you do that? Well, you write down your fears. Yeah, it's that simple. So if you have scared yourself into not going ahead with your plans to start a side hustle or to leave your day job and launch a business, ask yourself why. Then write them down. What is holding you back? You write it down because when you see it there on paper, your higher thinking part of your brain naturally starts to question it. Read it out loud. Is it a real fear or are you just telling yourself that you think you're not good enough or that you're not ready? Then when you recognise it's not a real fear, the higher thinking part of your brain will start to solve it. You'll see it for what it is, a fake fear, and start to work out what you need to do. Where can you go for help? What can you do to move forward? The more you do it, the more you can start to recognise what's real and what is just keeping you small because, hey, if it can't be perfect, better not to do it at all, right? Okay, so the third thing is called first draft mode. And I tell myself that everything I do is just a first draft, so it doesn't need to be perfect. Even if I'm working on the final draft, this is, in my head, it's just the first draft. So if I'm writing a blog or an article or if I'm designing a course, I tell myself I'm just writing the first draft. Knowing that what you're creating is not the final product that people will see takes the pressure off that everything has to be perfect in it. This in turn allows you to be more creative and inspired and usually means you work a lot faster because you're not self-editing as you go and being self-critical. It's about getting something done, no matter how imperfect it seems at that time. Then you can book in time for that review later to go over what you've done. But usually you find with a bit of space and time, when you go back to it, you really don't have that much to change. So the bottom line is, if you are a perfectionist, you are always going to struggle with setting the bar too high for yourself and then working yourself too hard to reach it. But the good news is just recognising that you're a perfectionist is a big step forward because you know why you always feel like you're behind everyone else and how you're trying to make everything you create or to do your very best will stop you from actually making real progress on your plans. Try out the strategies I've given you, give yourself a break and stop beating yourself up. You are allowed to have work that is less than perfect and you're allowed to make mistakes. What you're not allowed to do is to let perfectionism stop you from moving forward productively with your business plans. Okay, that's it for this episode. If you want a reminder of the key points in this episode, check out the show notes. There's a link to them in the episode description on whatever platform you are listening from. And remember, you deserve to live your passion. So go for it. This is your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast.